0: what's up spotify and apple podcast listeners we got another episode of the Scandi sports podcast with my great guest khan Mayers. this was recorded a couple weeks ago so the topics are a little bit dated however still checks out good podcast had a really good time talking with them if you are listening on apple do me a favor and leave anything over like a three-star review you know it doesn't have to be crazy high i want it to be realistic But uh, those things help a lot. Uh, If you're on Spotify, I mean, there's nothing you really can do. And if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, these things are really meant for YouTube. There's a lot of video overlay, a lot of things to see while we're talking, which I think is better for visual learners like myself. Anyways, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and see you on the next one. What's going on guys? You're watching and listening to another episode of the Eskandi Sports podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button and if you're listening on Spotify, you're probably one of seven people, but we appreciate you here as well. No worries. Uh, our guest here today is Kayon Mayers. Uh, you probably know him as the, the guy behind the Northway the Northway hoops there. I like the, dude, the shirts are so dope. Thank you. Bro. <laughs> Thank the you. shirts are so dope but yeah man i've been looking forward to talking to you for a while now so it's it's good to see you and i'm wanting to see where this conversation goes but how are you doing man
1: i'm great man i appreciate you reaching out like uh, seeing what you're doing over there it's creating a lot of value and giving a platform for hoopers and the next generation to learn from so i thought it was dope bro bro
0: well, i mean that that's the goal but you're really doing it you're out here <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about what the northway is all about and and how it got started um,
1: so basically, like, the Norfolk was originally a clothing line. Um, so it started in, like, 20, let's say, like, 2011 or two, something like that, like, while I was in high school. It uh, got really popular fast, but, like, we were very young and immature, so, like, we didn't really know how to really even run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, our passion, like, was never really clothing. Um, like, obviously, like, we're, like, we're into clothing and stuff, but, like, the passion was basketball. So we ran basketball tournaments um most of us played basketball and you know with with everything going on we're just like yo we want to create our own platform for Canadian Hoopers and cover the the culture from our perspective and tell stories from our perspective and how we see it
0: yeah dude that's dope and it's kind of evolved lately I, I see you guys are picking up some speed you got the podcast going and Mm-hmm. It's really exciting but you yourself you had you had quite the basketball career too. Yeah, that short unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh what what about that process? How how do you remember your basketball playing time?
1: Mm-hmm. Um honestly, basketball was dope for me. Um just like you know growing up in Mississauga, like there's so many like talented hoopers like um I could just a whole bunch of lists I could go through with it, both guys that I grew up with. It's just dope, but uh, playing for Mississauga Monarchs, like it was, the whole culture was about winning. Um, we had guys like Wells Davis, who was like the number one player in North America at that time, or one of uh, Nick Stelis, who later went on to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we won a lot. And then, like going into high school, it was the same thing. Playing at Loyola, um, winning. Uh, our, our like was it ROPSA ROPSA and then going prep school same thing so like basketball like man it was dope it was a dope experience
0: you mentioned Nick Stauskas he he had quite the GLE bubble do you, do you know if he landed anywhere
1: Did he I, a I, of... I see on bro and, and that's another thing like people don't it's all about an opportunity mm-hmm. and 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 you know like so much that goes on behind the, the scenes it's unfortunate like putting up those numbers I think he averaged like 17 points and he shot it at a high clip. Like mm-hmm. I didn't understand why he did not pick up.
0: Man, there's 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 so many guys, especially from our area, that are mm-hmm. they're kinda in limbo right now, and some of them are, are super surprising. Um but I, I had read up on some on how the uh the Northway kinda got started. And you talk about an injury and kinda having the right people around you and stuff like that. So What's the, like, what's the vision of Northway? And, like, how did your experiences create sort of what you want this to be?
1: Oh, bro, like, um, so again, just just growing up around elite competition, Mm -hmm. elite teammates, um, like, playing on balance when they're at, like, the height. Um, just seeing the elite guys and, like, how they made it and, like, okay. Just being, like, okay, why didn't I get it as far as them? Um, what could I have done better? And I just looked, I'm like, OK, they have a great support system. They have someone um, giving them wisdom and guiding them along the way, um, teaching them the ins and outs of the business and decisions to make and what not to make. Um, and then teach them how to work hard as well. Um, so I was just like, yo, if we can get this platform to like um, teach people not only about you know the game and the business, but uh, also about like working out properly and getting the right trainers and just giving them the whole, giving them the, the tools to, to, to really maximize their potential. Mm-hmm. That
0: I what's something you see guys kind of being steered in the wrong direction now with? Because like, is there something like a misconception that you have to, you feel like you have to keep addressing? And, and, and what's
1: that? Um, I think the biggest thing is like, I mean, I was there at 1.2, It's just mm-hmm. like the obsession with Division One basketball. Right. It's like if I don't make it here, like then I'm not good. It's, but like, yo, it's dope. Like, like mm-hmm. obviously strive for the highest level of basketball. But if you don't get that, like, understand that there's still so many avenues for you to make it. Like most youth sports athletes now are actually going further in the pro career than Division One guys. They're making more money and they're playing pro at a high level.
0: Yeah, I actually saw you post something along those lines not too long ago But like, like U Sports versus the NCAA. But it's it's so complicated, isn't it? Because, like, people are, like, there's so much glamour with D1. You know, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, you're that guy if you're D1. like Especially mm-hmm. if you go to one of those top schools. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like... Let's start from the bottom. How, how do we build up you sports? Do you think like, do you have like, any ideas or like sort of things you wish would happen?
1: i got a bunch of ideas, um, <laughs> you know.
0: Let's go, let's do it. We got time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got a bunch of ideas. Like uh, I, I speak, I spoke to some people over there. I'm trying to you know, help them out with some things. Um, mm-hmm. If they are like let me, I'd be, I'd be happy to do it just because I play new sports as well.
0: Yo, so you I- see me on those emails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hopefully like but uh it's just like the first thing i think like they have a lot of high level talent that is just as good mm-hmm. like as the ncaa guys mm-hmm. like some of them mm-hmm. and it's like if you would market the players more like because like no disrespect like no one's gonna care about you know i mean no. i'm not gonna even name the school to just trying to say right, right 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 Whoever, no one cares about a school and wherever, mm-hmm. unless you tell a story about a high-level kid who's going there and he's doing right. things, he's a, you know he's overachieving. Then, then I'm going to want to tap okay, who is he? Where is he playing? What's the school about? Then I can, oh, I, I can look into youth sports as a place to play later on in life. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, like for me, the number one thing is like, if Elijah Fisher, and I and I'm comfortable saying school names if, if elijah fisher chose to go to ryerson why is he paying money you know what i mean why 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 is like because like they'll give him what was it like is it 1400 or something it was like 4500 i forget it's not a full ride right you no. get like a you get a quarter ride or something crazy like that and it's just like i i understand you want them to have some skin in the game you want them to have an education all that stuff but, like if you have a high that guy like there's got to be four rides. I think not even just basketball. I think it's got to be all of us.
1: And, and I think I think they also like this is in, in a lot of industries too. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a business side and, and to everything, but they need more people who actually play the game, mm-hmm. helping out with like build the programs because like I remember one time uh, some guy who worked for New Sports like I don't know what he did mm-hmm. try to talk to me about. Oh, if if I, cause I said, yo, if Zion decided to play for a youth sports school, revenue's going through because you're gonna right. have ad ad deals, all that stuff. Like and he's like, nah, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm like, I check his bio, I'm like, okay, you're you're what do you call it? Like, what do you call those play by play guys? Right. But your background's in hockey and you have an opinion. You don't even know who Zion is. So it's like, why are you covering the sport and giving valuable input on something you don't understand? So that's another issue. Uh,
0: Duke played Ryerson, ironically. Yeah. Uh, And Zion's first game was against Ryerson at the, I think it's called the Hershey Center at the time. I think it's called something else now. Sold out. RJ Barrett's on that team as well. So like, it was kind of a perfect storm, but Mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, there is, there's people want to see high level basketball, but there's, I think, two distinct different problems or multiple distinct problems. But like, yeah, if you have the talent, first and foremost, mm-hmm. people, people are going to the game, like it's happening, mm-hmm. but it's frustrating. The, the other thing I want to pick your brain on is kind of like, just like the cultural aspect of youth sports. Cause it's not, it's not the product, you know, it's not like it, it's on TV a lot and, even I, even I skip it sometimes. Like, there yeah. has to be. How do you get? How do you think we get buy-in to U Sports aside from talent? Do you think there's like other ways we can approach it? Because maybe one has to come before the other.
1: Well, U Sports has to be more visible at these, um, these, these at these grassroots levels. I think as far as uh, like the tournaments, the AU teams, like they got to be over there. They got to be visible and and and. Maybe even creating like uh, some type of feeder system, doing community outreach as mm-hmm. a, as a, as a brand versus Ryerson, do your own thing you do your own, might nah, not come together as one and make the brand known that way. They rebranded, which is, it's a better job now, but I still like think there's more we can do
0: for sure. And it's, uh, yeah, it's something I wrestle with a lot because I want like, there should be a March madness for, U sports as well, and when yeah. you do, when you do sacrifice the time and you actually do sit down to watch U sports games, you don't regret it. It's good basketball, mm-hmm. and those guys, like over time and time again, we we hear like they are capable of playing D one. A lot of these guys, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, like if you're not going to be the top player in a program, it's not going to be likely that they're, yeah. they're going to you on the bottom of D one. But there's yeah.
1: I mean, another thing too is like. Uh, a, a trainer made a good point to me like, Carlton, mm-hmm. they're, dope, like they're dominating, but for instance, you have a bunch of fourth year and fifth years and you're going to go play against Duke and I didn't understand why Duke quote unquote dodged them. But if I have RJ Barrett and Zion and I know this is a business and their first year guys,
0: mm-hmm
1: we go play a bunch of fifth years in Canada. It's going to mess up the draft, potentially mess up the draft off. Mm-hmm. And these are grown men. So, like, the news sports, like, you don't really get fresh men who are on the level of, like, RJ Garrett at 17 years old who's mm-hmm. already an NBA player. So it's, like, that's another thing. Like, the talent, I feel like, you know, the, the, there's obviously a talent gap as well. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, man, I just it's going to ultimately come down to marketing and, I, and I, they've done a way better job with the tournament as
0: like, yeah and the, the tournaments are good but it should be week in week out kind of thing like like it, it can definitely get better i mean like they're not going to fix it overnight i think mm-hmm. the popularity of basketball in canada is like it's growing exponentially right now so maybe it just wasn't a the thing they had to think about but like dude, i i, I want to say it i i do think basketball might overtake hockey is that too crazy to think?
1: Because
0: I'm, I'm walking my dog every day. I'm going around the neighborhoods everywhere, and I don't see anybody playing hockey right now. I see yeah. everyone playing basketball right now. So maybe we wait on it, but yeah. You you're, you're going to say something.
1: No, I, I, so I agree. I was just like, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. But yeah, like, and if basketball overtakes hockey, then we got we to gotta change things because then everyone's just going to go to the States even earlier, I think. They're going to get... They're going to become popping early, and they're going to be like, well, I might just do my last year of elementary school in the States yeah. or something like crazy <laughs> like that. <so. laughs>
1: I agree, bro. I agree. And at least at least the MPA and the OSPA has started. So, I mean, it's going to get better over time. So it's definitely a good start.
0: What do you think of the prep system in general?
1: I think it's dope. Um, yeah. It's dope, bro. Like, I know there's like a big thing. I saw on Twitter the other day, like, high schools are banned from playing against prep programs which is only doing the game a disservice because like even if you're a high school and you're getting destroyed these kids are going to be like yo I need to get better there's another level to go to I, I thought I was serious about it so and then it's also giving the high school circuit like um, exposure I know in the state they do like high school versus preps all the time over there
0: yeah no and We've had we've had a prep coach on here early early on, and we had Coach John C from Queens as well. Mm-hmm. And the consensus is like, bottom line, you sports programs in particular, they want, and I'd assume programs in the states as well, they want to see your best game against the best competition. If you're not playing prep, you're not playing the best competition. So even Coach yeah. John C is saying like, if you're dropping fifty against. A, a schmuck high school <laughs> we don't we don't look at that the same as you you know yeah. you know dropping 15 on Orangeville Prep like yeah. it's and uh, yeah I, I wrestle with that a lot too because prep it gives you so much right like mm. eat sleep basketball good education but they also give you a receipt for a ton of money <laughs> so depending on who
1: you
0: are. yeah right of course, and, like, like, and it, like
1: if you have to pay them maybe you just shouldn't help you're right. not free
0: yeah i, I mean That's
1: another thing like right. prep school is just like the d1 thing like this is an obsession i have to go prep but if you are paying out of pocket it might not be
0: yeah but the way i see that like the pendulum kind of swinging right now it's like are they gonna stop going to officer at some point <laughs> like oh
1: yeah
0: that like that would be tough because like at some point you have to at least you know keep one eye on what's going on in the high school level it, i thought it was fun like when i was going through high school like high school basketball was still kind of lit like that mm-hmm. you know like we, we'd yeah. have a good gym at at nelson and like wherever you go like especially the hamilton schools and the, the toronto mm-hmm. schools like it was a good atmosphere but it's like i'm hearing right now like pandemic aside it's a ghost town wow offsa so awesome. like, o- 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 still got it but i mean like just in general if we had like we're we're from burlington so if we were nelson and we had corpus playing at our place like you're probably standing you know what i mean like just a regular season game not offset but like if um but nowadays they're saying like yeah no like some of the guys playing in the team like playing in the actual games they're not even excited to play half the time because they play better aau competitions. yeah yeah
1: um who was the one that coach dino i I used to live in Burlington for like a little bit yeah two two years 2018 but I was going to coach over there at some point, but it didn't work out. But um, yeah. well, Dino's a great guy. He was telling me about Corpus Christi and all that stuff. And yeah. The history. But he's like, yo, we have a problem keeping guys because as soon as they hit grade time, they're going prep. I, like, I don't know. Tough.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Was Brady maybe the last one to make it really deep? Brady Heslip, he went to, went to our school, and he, def, he definitely did all four years at Nelson. Mm-hmm. and then then, then left us but <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think that I think he might be the last one to do it like that
1: straight out of high school
0: yeah like I, he didn't go prep
1: so. oh okay Malcolm DeVille didn't go prep
0: okay
1: he was at uh, St. Michael's College mm-hmm.
0: uh, um, So, so you're working a lot with the Canadian Hoopers and you have your finger on the pulse pretty good. Is there anyone coming up that you're excited about that people really aren't there yet with that aren't like matching that excitement with yet?
1: Um, I'm 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 like the high school scene. Like I'm I'm tapped in, but I'm not tapped in. So mm-hmm. like yeah, like a lot of people like say, oh, this kid's next. But there's mm-hmm. one kid on 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 like I don't know everyone's squad. So I don't want to offend anybody. There's, there's a couple. No, kids for sure. There. Yeah. Oh, so, um. There's two kids on Northern Kings. One of the one of them name was Elijah. The other one's name is like Noah.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they're like great time and They could they could go. And then there's a kid on Grassroots. Like obviously everyone knows Elijah Fisher, but there's another kid. His name is Jaden. Mm-hmm. And yo, he is a bucket. Like he, yeah. he could get buckets. Like he's gonna be definitely a high major player later on.
0: Where's what, he at? He's
1: at Grassroots. Um, at that prep. Oh.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, cause, <laughs> Um. Yeah, w- what about, like, maybe guys are a little bit further?
1: Zayden Cross, my fault.
0: Zayden cross. cross. And if we forget you, it's not It's not a diss. It's just it's off that. the top of the head what we can think of. But it, what about guys that maybe are further along? Is there anyone maybe already in college that you think of that's, like, maybe not getting their, their kudos?
1: I just don't understand why my Marcus Carr is not mm-hmm. the same type of, like, um, national love like the other players again I don't know if it's because he's older or what but like anyone can look at him and be like yo that's Andy but I just don't get it he doesn't get the same type of love
0: yeah uh, I was talking to someone from around there and he's getting ready for the draft like he's in, and they're confident that if it's not second round then it's going to be
1: a yeah. summer league
0: into a G league and yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened with him either. I feel like, I don't want to say people gave up on him, but like, they just, people got behind him hard. Maybe because he's on a like a really successful program, but like, dude, yeah, he's, Marcus is a bucket. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's tough when people when they lean on you to score so much and then, they kind of like
1: hard. But like he's a winner. Like above all, he's a winner. Like that's the the stuff that sticks out to me the most is that. He's a winner and then he he installs confidence in his teammates like it's those little intangibles that make someone really good anyone yeah.
0: can
1: score
0: oh for sure and it, it's like <laughs> i forget who i was talking to that was telling me this it's not as much about how uh how well you can score anymore because very rarely are you going to make it all the way through high school university mm-hmm. college to pros mm-hmm. and still be a score you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That I I, I wish I could give started to whoever was telling me that, but like they're saying like yeah like you need to be developed in so many other areas and like mm-hmm. basically prepare as if you're going to be a role player because it's there's there's one or two scorers on every team at the end of the line right? Well, but like high, we
1: hire better scorers in, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, it's just interesting to see that people take that approach. But another guy that I've um, kind of gotten introduced to probably late last summer. Uh, Caleb Houston, who who has name, who has like people people talk about Caleb already. Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Caleb Houston, but like when I was watching him shoot, like he looks like a pro. Now he was hanging with pros. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that
1: day I, I saw you at the gym that day at Caleb's uh, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I came in the gym. I'm like, okay, he's missing a couple of shots and whatever. Bro, so he went on a string. I'm like, he's the best player in the gym, and it's, it wasn't just the fact that he's shooting lights out it's the decision making and because the IQ is crazy high
0: he's gonna be so steady he has to be I think Mm -hmm. he's going to Michigan right I think I saw that yeah and it's under Jawan Howard he's gonna be a high level pro and it's just like he was he was like there was a lot a lot a lot of good players at that run and he was probably the most steady out Mm -hmm. of all of them like he was pace you can't rush him you can't rush him he's a I'd say he's a big guard. Like, he's, uh, obviously the shot's there, but like, he's like, so, into. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's going to, he's kind of flying under the radar like Shea did. I know like, if you're yeah, yeah, in, yeah. It, in it, but like, for like, you know, kind of the average NBA fan in Ontario, Shea kind of just snuck up and was like, oh, well, he's Canadian? I think Kayla's yeah. going to have that moment too.
1: Yeah, him and um, him and Ryan, they just won the Geico National Championship. That was yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, they're going to be really good. Pro- those runs were, those were good runs, huh? Uh, very good. <laughs> uh, um, there's another guy there. I mean, I don't know if if it's gonna be a super pro thing, but I remember uh, Nana, who is who who did the podcast, who I was too, He was he was a uh, he was the pro- was he the youngest guy there? I think Caleb might have been the youngest guy there. I don't know. Or maybe yeah, they're the both great. Uh, but yeah, you have these high school kids blocking pros on dunks and getting their shot off against. Pro- Dude, I'm excited. I'm super excited to see what. Happens in five years from now because I think we're gonna have, yeah. we're gonna start chipping away. But yeah,
1: Nana's really good. I love his motor. Like he's a dog. he got a high potential.
0: I mean, another Corpus guy, actually, who just signed the ten-day Fiondi Cavagnali. That's who he reminds me of kind of. I think because Nana's working on his shot, and it looks, it looks good. <laughs> so if he's if he's a small ball center that can shoot, I think, I think he's got a case. But yeah, dude. What else do you want to talk about? Bro, what, what are you thinking?
1: <laughs> so, did you uh, you you you're out of Burlington, no?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, what was that whole basketball scene like? You like, what inspired you to want to be involved? Well,
0: well, right now it's, it's like Halton in general. It's just lit. Like, um, we had a we had a bad week in the NBA this week where Fee got waived, Iggy got waived, Fee Fee got got he got traded to the Sacramento, and then they waived him. And Fee's a first-round pick, legit. Like I, he's. G- I
1: didn't understand why he's getting no tick while his playoff team. But
0: yeah, and and for what did they re- even did they bring someone along yet? I don't I don't even know if they brought someone along yet to fill that spot. But uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, actually they got they got Boogie right.
1: <laughs> oh, did Clippers signed Boogie?
0: I think Clippers got Boogie. Maybe that's why. Oh. I mean it makes sense. But still, Fee Fee came up here. Simi's coming. I, I Simi's gonna get a contract. Simi should too. Is, he's on the verge and then Iggy's over here as well. So like, and I mean, other guys, I I grew up with like watching Brady trying to come up and those guys. And it's just like those guys. Yeah. Really, really, really good pros. They're going to be, you know, they're going to make a lot of money playing the game basketball, but there's just like, they're playing against someone when they're here and those guys are holding up too. So like kind of like what kind of inspired me to go this route is just like, Maybe if you're not top five if you're you know six through 12 or whatever like we got to make it so that canada basketball is more suitable for you guys as well and more reputable because like these guys they're on par at those runs you had guys that that didn't get the same attention as the pro guys that were there that were holding certainly so i think me and you share that in common i think we just want to get to a place where canada basketball sort of like it's respected more than it is you know
1: yeah no definitely it's doing well like they're growing it really well even the branding now like mm-hmm. they're being more relatable they have Nick. they brought Nick Nurse on like um, they got Rowan Barrett Senior in there like I think they're making the right moves and just you know the women's and the men's program is just thriving bro. like it's dope
0: it, it's really good I, I like what they're doing with Kia Nurse on TSN as well mm-hmm. I think that's it's good to show uh, because she's still she's still in it she's still young right so she's like she's a good face to put on to that um but yeah, it's. I, I don't know why I'm worried. I feel like I feel like the 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 excitement for basketball is gonna outpace what we can do to for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're gonna we're gonna nurture something here, and it's just gonna keep going down south. So that's why I feel uh, like you know what i, I
1: mean, think everyone's gonna go prep.
0: I think people are gonna go prep, and I, I don't know if it extends further than that. But like you you know like. You can feel the momentum, like basketball's picking up here, basketball's picking up here. And then these guys and girls, they're going to look for outlets. They want to play all the time. They want to You want. To, they want They to be seen. And it's like, I hope that, you know, hopefully what we're doing here as well is getting it to a spot where they look at this as like a legit reputable option. That's, okay. that's kind of where I'm at with it. And I think that's where you're at with it as well.
1: Like as far as them staying home, like to play? no
0: no just like in terms of like building the culture around it here you oh know yeah, I mean? yeah canada college so it's like You're yeah proud. i can i can be a dope asshole player in canada yeah
1: yeah yeah no, definitely.
0: Dude, we burned through yeah i i had <laughs> i had the topics here <laughs> we burned through these <laughs> super super quick um but yeah i, I saw that you started your podcast uh, free game right yeah free game yeah. that started during the pandemic is that going to survive the pandemic once it's yeah. all over yeah
1: it's just it's just um i want to say i like like well i like doing things that are different right so mm-hmm. um yeah it's just like taking time like everyone's doing a podcast now so it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> always finding ways to innovate and, and be the best version of like yourself so mm-hmm. um keep we'll keep that up um it's just a matter of like you know seeing what we're into bro. Like, i like it though it's a dope space to be in like.
0: what was your life like pre-pandemic like like, um, what was your what was your day like
1: um i was always working and then <laughs> working i was spending time with my life, uh, family basketball and stuff that's about it. But like, I think a lot of the pandemic has birthed a lot of good things. Like, yeah. it's forced you to be creative. It forced you to not be stagnant. It forced you to think outside of the box. Like, I don't think I would have made the same moves I did if it wasn't for the pandemic and being resourceful. And, like, I can't be stagnant. I, I hate feeling like I'm not doing anything. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's where all this came from. I mean, maybe it's the same for
0: you. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Like, it definitely, well, I i had not, like, I didn't do any of this stuff before the pandemic. It was kind of yeah. like, you yeah, know I mean? Yeah. When they forced you to stay inside, I mean, it's gone old now. It's <laughs> kind of,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um yeah, it's just like, what I was just, I'm just chilling at home and I'm thinking, like, how can I contribute? And I think you're already contributing pre pandemic. So you're probably just thinking, like, you know, how do I build this even mm-hmm. more? Right. So, definitely those are good things but dude i'm ready to go outside
1: <laughs> yeah honestly bro like just having the tournaments again and all that and just being in the gym like bro there's nothing like it man like you can't duplicate that experience hopefully we can get to a point where we just pass this stuff i don't know what they're doing up there like as far as the vaccine the politics behind everything i don't really even care just let
0: get yeah. it please dog and it's so frustrating because like I go to school in the States, but like they were sending out emails like, Hey, remember before you uh before you leave for the summer or yeah, before you leave for the break, just get your vaccine at, you know, the student center or whatever and go home. It's like it's like wow. that over there already. Like it's, Where are
1: you? Where are you at right now?
0: Right yeah. now I'm in Burlington because I school's remote. So usually I'd be in Buffalo, but like yeah, so right right now I'm in Burlington. But
1: what year are you in over there?
0: uh i'm finishing up my second year second year oh, okay. so i got one more left and then i'm a free agent uh,
1: that's <laughs> cool. yeah two of my boys used to go three of them actually used to go there like the two of them played on the team at one buffalo team. yeah Who, who'd you got was uh Al wadington and jaron speed mm-hmm. on the basketball okay. team and then yeah. Mark Hansen played soccer over there he actually finished his law master's degree but actually that was uh, he was there for soccer for four years
0: yeah yeah, no, I feel like they could be they could be doing so much more over there too. Buffalo, like being a border a border school, like they should have like their best version has a guy like Caleb Houston. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, they could, yeah. I don't know why they don't.
1: Yeah, it be, It's I guess it's because they're smaller school. Like they have, they have mm-hmm. less budget, less exposure. I know Danielle Marshall, former rapper, used to coach there. I'm not sure if they still there.
0: And Nick Nurse or not Nick Nurse, <laughs> um, Jack Armstrong. He he has got roots over there, not with Buffalo, but like in the Niagara region. Yeah, it's funny. There, there's a lot of cross. I can get him on, dude. Like, <laughs> that's been the goal for a minute. But
1: he's a good guy. I he gave me 30 minutes of his time on the phone one day. He just really? Call me. I was like, all right, called him.
0: Yeah, same energy.
1: Same energy, bro. And he's just an open book. Like, like that's another thing too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like in this industry, like. I don't know if we're afraid of like, uh, rejection or, you know, some people can be egotistical. So we we may be like, okay, should I approach them because they're on this level? But yo, a lot of the times, like, even if you get to know, like, they're they're like very humble and good people. So put yourself out there.
0: Yeah. And I've been reaching out to a ton of people like throughout this whole process. Like, for every podcast, I've probably talked to 30, 40 people before, you know what I mean? Like, so the conversion rate very sm- small, but everyone's super chill. Everyone's super nice. I've only met one, one jerk. I'm not going to, I'm not going to out him, but <laughs> everyone's, act- they're, they're more approachable than you think. And if they don't get back to you, it's probably because they're busy, not because like you're beneath them.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, that was my whole thing, like, bro, it's just an app, just Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> This is just a career. Like, life is short. Like, who, mm-hmm. like, why walk around with that? You know, some people walk around with that energy. It's just not needed because no matter how much money you have, like, the pandemic's showing us, everybody got to die at some point, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Keep yourself, you know, carry yourself in a humble way.
0: Right. Do, do you think, kind of being at this spot now, you would do anything different with your own personal basketball journey? Like, kind of, being able to see and critique it from the outside. Do you, do you think you would have done anything different? Yes. What do yes. you, you
1: do? Like, <laughs> like a lot of people will say no, nah, I love, love it. No, I don't love how it turned out. Like of course it would change a lot. Like if I would change like things I would change is like um like my the big I like I, I'm gonna be straight sure up. I grew up without a dad. So mm-hmm. my biggest influence in life period were my my coaches. Mm-hmm. Coach Nicky and Coach Donovan at, at CIA bounce like everyone knows who they are. Taos and me, like everyone knows, like those mm-hmm. are real, real good people, and they're just guiding me. They told me I don't need to go prep. Prep was a great experience. I got to play against it. like MB- guys were in the NBA. I got to play against them, mm-hmm. but when you don't have that, those guys behind you, looking out for you, teaching you, you know what mm-hmm. decisions to make, how to get better, bro, it's different. So like that's something, and then also like just just taking school more seriously um because the offers came still mm-hmm. everyone's like yo what happened like you didn't get off i'm like of course i did like, i got offers but i couldn't accept any of them because you know the grades were like i made a big jump in my my gpa but the grades are still low like i was just like wow
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was just taking school seriously
0: it's tough it's i i, I battle with that because i think it is important to have a good education and like and you know to be able to sustain yourself outside of basketball but at the same time it's like yeah, let him in <laughs> 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 they let them go uh it's i don't know there, there's so many kids and that's actually if you watch last chance you that's why the juco kids though those are all <laughs> yeah. grades yeah. grades grades they don't care about your talent you got to be able to get into school <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and, and the thing is, it's not so much about um, being educated, per se, because Mm -hmm. anyone can educate themselves, but it's just the character you gain from doing Mm schoolwork. Because, like, yeah, because you can be a great basketball player, but now let's say you want to go to the NBA, how are you going to learn to be a professional when you have to show up to, um, you have to meet deadlines, you have to show up to film at a certain time, you have to show up to um, meetings at a certain time you have to be professional as a in in, in, in your interviews and mm-hmm. it, it, it translates in all areas of your life so this school like i think that's another thing just looking at school is not a, a chore but like a lesson and it's just, mm-hmm. if you want this you have to do this the,
0: and uh stress stress is good school stress yeah. is okay it, it, it helps build uh build you up and like I'll be honest, like, I've learned probably more through YouTube than I have even in school. But like the time crunch that this is due tomorrow, this is happening now. Mm -hmm. Like those are life lessons. Those aren't just like, you know, calculus. So
1: you can develop a schedule like like for instance, like obviously growing up, up, never realized until now, like um, again, every day after school, I'll go hang out before practice. Nick would go home, do his homework, get shots up in his backyard, and then come to the practice. Right. So it's just like, you know, having that system and that guidance, the maturity to you know that this is what I want and this is what it's going to take. It's a different story, bro. It's a different story. And, and, and looking at those guys, is just like, yo, that's dope. Like, you knew that at a young age.
0: Yeah, it's and it's not the cool thing to do back back then. It's not the cool thing to do at the moment, right? You're, you're socializing. You got your friends now. You got your you got your big crew group, group, and it's just like, no, nah, I can't hang. No, nah, I can't play Xbox. I'm, I got to take care of this. Yeah. Is what I want. You, you don't learn that without school, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Man, this uh, I should have wrote down more points. <laughs> we 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 set this list on fire pretty quickly, so. I no, apologize
1: for that. But, no, it's just um, a conversation. Like, I don't, we can just talk. Man. I don't
0: <laughs> know. Man. Uh, what else are we thinking about here? Let's talk about... I
1: think Slimy is an NBA player. Ignis is the NBA player. I don't know what what happened there. I think it's all opportunity. Um,
0: yeah. I'm ready for this conversation. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, um, so I just want to make sure because I I personally had confusion about this. So I don't know if anyone else has confusion about this. Tonight at eleven fifty nine, there's a deadline, but it's to wave players. Oh wow. Okay, so if you wave a player after today, so tomorrow, so on Saturday, if mm-hmm. you wave if you wave the player, they can't be eligible for a playoff team mm-hmm. in the future. So guys like simi and iggy who are still free agents right now just because they don't get picked up tonight doesn't mean they can't sign a contract they can still sign a contract it's just that if a team waives someone after this point they're done for the season oh okay, okay so i was stressing about that I'm like, okay so simi has like two hours to sign a contract or iggy gets got no, they got time but yeah i've been hearing some wild stuff about like how this year it's just nobody wants to take a project right now one wants to take a young guy they want the vets
1: they're trying to win now. It's crazy to see that shit because it went, we want all rookies. Now they want bets.
0: Yeah. And they, they did them so dirty with that four-week G League bubble where it's just like, you can play basketball for four weeks, but you can't sign a contract beforehand because like, you have to get ready for the bubble. And after the bubble, what are you going to do? Sign with a, a team overseas and then not be eligible to go to the NBA? Like They, they, they got a lot of guys stuck right now.
1: So if you if you... Oh, okay. So if you... Wow, that's weird man I didn't...
0: like like Simi, for instance like Simi, because we both know sim like he did the bubble right tore it up like 15 15 point double double played well right so you're waiting for an nba call right no guarantees it's going to come and you can't sign a contract anywhere else because what if the nba calls <laughs> you know what i mean so like you you it was nice when, like, the they, they had, you know, all their G League affiliates and they had a nice long season and it's like they could still be hooping in the meantime. But yeah, now yeah. it's just a, now you got a bunch of sitting ducks.
1: That's nuts. So they're playing with their not only their, their career, but their lives. Like, like you know, these dudes know.
0: I don't know what else Simi can do, too. He went undrafted like that stuff at Vanderbilt, it was just a mess, right? Like, that was
1: tough coming off of that injury of, um, Darius didn't play
0: either, that was tough. Yeah, so he, he got like the short end of the stick there. And then it's like, since then, he's been in the G League showing that like, he can he can get buckets, he can rebound, he can do what NBA teams need. And it's just like, where, where's the shot? And Iggy, that was so surprising. That was so surprising.
1: I just don't get Dan NBA sometimes. Like, he's nice, like you saw him in the summer league. Mm-hmm. Eating that team, before, you know, when RG was struggling. So, and then the numbers he's been putting up, like he's showing he's an NBA player. So,
0: yeah, top 10 scoring, top 10 rebounding in the G League bubble again. And he has a nice, he, he has like my favorite, he has like a Luka type game. You know what I mean? Like he came out of bounds. He's like a big guy that can be a guard. He's like, <laughs> it's, it's, a fun, it's a fun build for him, but it's just like, yeah. again, Where's his look, Stauskas? Where's his look? It's like they got a hit on us, man. <laughs> oh, they don't want good. the GTA. Nas,
1: nah, who else is there? Um, O'Shea, I think he got a ten-day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: he got dragged along too, though, for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird, man. Like, there's so much politics behind this, bro. Like, um, yeah, being an agent, like, that's a tough job, bro. It's a lot, <laughs> 24-7, either babysitting or doing business or dealing with
0: whatever. And, and likely you have two guys in the same position. You got to advocate for one over the other at some point. It's tough, like uh, Ron, Rondae is at the, the same agency as Simi, and Rondé just got a contract with Portland.
1: Oh, where is he at?
0: Rondé Hollis Jefferson. He just signed with uh, Portland. Who is it? What agency? Uh, they're with Young Money
1: oh okay okay that's he's
0: a young money guy and simmy's a young money guy so it's just like they both could have, they both mm-hmm. could have been in that spot so it's yeah the, the, the nba is kind of gross <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: definitely it's definitely a business I, and i think i like the, the asian space in canada is growing a lot too mm-hmm. seeing a lot of canadian guys getting into those spaces that's dope
0: yeah once once you have good representation here they're gonna we're going to get even more pros and stuff like that. What do you think of the, Give me opinions on the CEBL? The NBL. I talk about it pretty much every podcast. It, it fascinates me.
1: CEBL is dope. Like they did it right. Like NBL had their chance, but like, I don't know what happened. But CEBL just taking over Canada. It's, it's quite frankly.
0: I had uh, Alex here, Alex Superman Johnson the other day. And he was talking about like, yeah, actually like, the the NBL, he thought, had better talent because they didn't cap the the American players that can come in. So they had just had like, uh-huh. they had a lot of guys there and they kind of ran through like the same sort of like traditional fall to spring sort of schedule. But the CEBL is in the summer, right? But I'm looking at some of the guys that they, they're signed. I'm just pulling up right now on Instagram Justin Jackson.
1: Yeah, he, he's good, though. Yeah. He,
0: he's in, he's on uh he's on the Guelph team. They got um this guy Xavier Snead who I thought was going to be in the NBA this year.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, I see that. He's from he's, he was Sacramento or something, the G League or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte, yeah. And like he's he's a player that got Diamond Stone, the coolest name in the league. <laughs> he, he played with the Clippers, so yeah, dude, those are going to be dope. I wonder if, if they build out that market, that's gonna help the the youth sports market too.
1: Yo, and that's the thing. Like the youth sports players are getting the opportunity to play there and get paid. um And then, like, just be real, man. Some some kids do get full scholarships in sports. Some yeah. kids do. They find a yeah. the way. Um, but I just think it's dope. Like like CBL is doing it right. They're they're building it properly. The branding, building branding it properly. They're promoting the guys, like um, they actually listen and pay attention. Like they're ta- like, I did an interview with Malcolm. He uh, played for the Bandit. And then I saw the Bandits promoting, oh, he used to play on monkey bars. And I'm like, oh, they got that from the interview. Like these guys are paying attention. Like they really actually care about this yeah, guy. And did. And I heard like the NBL, it may have been better, like quote unquote talent, but... Mm-hmm. it was more American geared toward Americans than Canadians I didn't understand that it was a Canadian.
0: yeah and I, I think I think probably like 75% of the CEVL budget goes to that marketing team because yeah. whenever they post it's it's pretty dope like, it's really dope but like, like but like what you're saying again like they gotta just make those those high high scholarships for U sports just overt <laughs> like just <laughs> like you you, you like you're good. Like you're not going to pay yeah. to play here, and yeah, the the spot they have on the the end of those CEBL teams for those guys, like that's another huge selling point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But still, I shouldn't have to pay to go to school. Like if imagine, yeah, yeah, if you're Elijah Fisher, right? Which like it's not happening. Like that's real, but like <laughs> <laughs> it will never ever. Happen. But like if you if you're a high caliber guy taking between the schools, right? This is the case that John C made. that John C from Queens made. He's like, you can go to. Sorry, there's a. <laughs> if you guys could hear that, but um, this is the case, right? You can go to. You can go to D1 program, get the glitz, the glamour. Like, yeah, you get the. Yeah, I'm gonna close this window. This <laughs> is uh, Sorry, I live on a busy street, but. Ah, um, um, cool. Yeah, but like, he- here's the thing. So, this is the setup. So you can go to D1 school, glitz, glamour you know you might get your 15 minutes of shine in march madness and it's cool or you can go to U sports and you can first of all no cap on training time right they get to run
1: U sports yeah there is. There's, a cap. there's a cap some people they just some people don't listen to the rules though.
0: oh well i was told there's no cap so damn so maybe there, there is a cap and for training time
1: as far as like what how many times how much time they can be on court during the day or or during the i know like throughout the year they're not supposed to right as a whole team but i know like right. not, they can do something like yeah
0: so they have they have means to get you in the gym with a coach for an extended amount of time more so than the strict regulations of the ncaa right so in new sports you can get more to take time and now if you can have this if you have this option to play summers with pro teams like if you got that one spot like if you're elijah you said like you, you do your season with ryerson and in the summer you get to you get a hoop against guys that you know like justin jackson or diamond stone or in the cbl like there's something there
1: <laughs> i just don't see it happening because it's just like what even if you're Dave Smart, you are, no disrespect to him, who are you to most kid? Like, you can't compete. Like, you've never right. been in the gym with Kobe Bryant, LeBron. You can't tell me right. that. If I'm right. If I'm a top kid and then my summer, I can go play in the Seattle and there's no disrespect. Like, I love them. Mm-hmm. Or I can stay at Duke and Kyrie comes to train for a couple of days. JJ Reddick comes for a couple of days. So it's like, it's like, mm-hmm. That's, what, that's part of it. Like, you, like yeah. the alumni at a Division One school, who are, even if they're European pros,
0: generally mm-hmm.
1: the talent is way better.
0: Right. So, so let's 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 remove let's remove Elijah Fisher. I probably shouldn't have used him as the example because he's he's going like he's he's top of the pack. But if your options are let's say Ryerson, Carlton, or maybe a school, uh, what's it called, uh, Miami of Ohio. like a Mm -hmm. middle-of-the-pack sort of D1 program. Mm -hmm. They're in sometimes, they're usually not kind of thing, right? And you're going to be a four-year player wherever you go. Now your table's set a little bit differently, right? Because you're not getting that start power. But you can now, maybe if I'm at Carlton with Dave Smart, learning from a a guy who could be a D1 coach easily, Mm -hmm. right? And then you have this other resources around, carlton that may not be accessible at uh, uh ohio and then on top of that you can have that cebl spot that's i think where we can build out u sports in that way i still talk yeah
1: because what if your are damian lillard not known mm-hmm. before you went to your school weaver state is no one cares about it but you make weaver state weaver state mm-hmm and generally speaking, the competition you're going to play in a Division One program, unless you're in the low D1 programs. Mm-hmm. If you're at mid major and up, like you're going to play a lot better competition. So, right. Like, like a kid asked me, I'm not a kid, I don't want to call here Like, I asked me the other day, like, why is this kid or person getting more opportunities than me? And I'm just like, he's like, I played against better competition. I'm like, yo, you're right. But it does come down to numbers at the end of the day. So like the other guy had better numbers even though he played in U Sports. But I know for a fact that they got on the same court. And you said, just go at go at each other, like the D one guy with, you know, yeah. support. Um it's tough, bro. Like it's it's tough. Like I don't know.
0: it's gonna take it'll take time to build up the rep, right? But we gotta start it somewhere. If 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 it is to be competitive, I don't think U Sports will be I think U Sports will tend to be second place to Mm -hmm. to Division One basketball, but when it comes to being like you've seen it, guys will kill someone for the last like for the fifteenth spot on you know the worst team in the conference over Carlton. Like they'll they'll go yeah they'll go for that, but it's like
1: four points. which doesn't make any sense,
0: right? Or you can go to Carlton where they can. They can turn you into a healthy pro, and these guys are getting contracts.
1: Yeah, yeah they're making good money. So I, that, those, that's that's the question that I'd right. say, right? Because a guy will go just to say he played D one, mm-hmm. played ten minutes a game. We go over here, go twenty to thirty, and make six figures when you are done at school. Mm-hmm. That logically makes no sense. Like they're yeah. doing it for Instagram. Yeah, or maybe, it, I don't know. It, Free education—that's another thing you can't argue.
0: For sure, free education is definitely one of them, but the, the clout—that's—that's—that's that's, that's definitely part of it. You're a basketball player. You have an ego. You should have an ego. It's like you're one of the best at something that everyone wants to be the best at. So it's just like I just wonder if we can get Canada basketball to that spot where it's like not like like Ryerson, Carlton. like those are tough, like tough. Like I think I think basketball players also understand that it is tough. Like that's like yes. The, the, the hoopers they know like that's that's where it's at but like it's kind of like the the buzz around it from the outside like non-basketball players they just don't i want them to get the buy-in for that you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah it's it's tough bro. it's a great it's a great conversation to have because it's just like if i average 20 points a game at a uh, a mid-major or, you know, a lower D1. Generally speaking, that 20 points is better than 20 points a game at a U-sports school, unless it's like Carlton. Mm-hmm. And then again, they're going to look at, like, Carlton has the plugs, but if you're not at Carlton, it's like, you guys are going go, who are you playing against? But U-sports guys do translate better to Europe. So it's like, it has its pros and cons. I don't know, I think it's all dependent on your situation. Right. What's better
0: for you? yeah early early on we had Caleb Agata I think he was episode 3 mm-hmm. and he was like he was on the bench at uh, U Ottawa and like big he had a player. yeah yeah he had a big game and then he uh, finished out U Ottawa and then he just navigated the pro sec and he's I think he's gonna be comfortable for a long time like he's doing oh, he's doing really well And, and Johnny Burhan uh, yeah yeah
1: uh, Warren yeah. Ward. Warren Ward. Um, he was dope dancing guy. Uh, Mike Laskin was, was really good. Uh, Phillip Scrub. I played with a guy named Jimmy Dorsey. Mm-hmm. He had NBA workouts. Um, I, I mean, I, I played against NBA players on a regular basis. Like, mm-hmm. That guy was an NBA player as well. Like The reads he would make, the way he'd be shooting from half court like before was a thing. Like, he had a game where he had 49 points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists. Um shooting <laughs> like fifty percent from the field, like forty from three. Um, OKC was called in our school. Washington Wizards, Miami Heat, and the Raptors. Like he was in Slam magazine, they had a little feature in there, like bro, he was he was a guy.
0: Yo. Speak <laughs> that's that's what was it? Forty nine? Was it forty nine, fifteen and fifteen? What'd you say? Yeah. 49. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Speaking of runs, you guys had. Uh, they, they were your runs, right? Northway. You guys had. Uh, yeah. a I am. Kid. Is that Stan? Sorry. Is that is that gonna be a, is that a long time thing? Are you trying to yeah. run it back?
1: Well, because like players need a platform, they need a place to play. Like, um, I I, I looked at like okay, the state has. We were having runs anyways. I was looking at the States and like, okay, they have Julie I know they were trying to do Crown League and stuff here, but I was like, there's still so much politics because like I see the same players playing everywhere and I'm like, I get it, but I'm like, yo, this player knows this person, I get it, I see that. I'm like, "Cause like there's certain guys is like you know so much that's why you're playing. It's like, okay, well we have this platform and these schools, these these pro teams, these agents all follow us. Yo, here, come play, and you'll get in front of them. I'm not seeing you got to look. If you perform, you will. Like, I'm pretty sure you will. So, I mean, I have no business on getting into like the recruiting, scouting thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but just to create like a platform for the guys where like, where it's no politics it's just mm-hmm. basketball. Like, that's why I love the Julie, because like, mm-hmm. really no politics. If you're nice, you're nice. You're gonna play. like
0: so, so what, what would that be like in its final form if you flush it out perfectly? What does it like look like in your head, like fully done up? Uh, similar to Julie. Yeah, that's just the model, eh? Yeah, like simple, bro. Like, uh,
1: we'll see, like, we'll see what happens. It could go any way. Like, there's a lot of people reaching out, like, who want to get on board. Um, even like, as far from like, you know, f to like, whatever, grassroots level. So it was dope. like.
0: I actually, I didn't know that's where I was, but I was actually at one of the runs. Uh, I was with Teo. Yeah, Tao. You got yeah. the yeah, I got And there got heated.
1: <laughs> Very <laughs> competitive. Like, Very competitive. That was a, that was one of the dopest games, like uh, Shaq versus those guys. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. I, I hope you paid the refs well because they, they got abused, bro. Exactly.
1: I was surprised they were taking that. I was like, oh, this is dope. this is dope. Oh, this is the thing that I wanted. No politics, no pretend, like, like, guys wanted to compete. Like, guys were going at each other's heads, they were going at the ref. I was like, yo, I missed this. This is like, bro, we used to play OVA basketball, bro. Like, the gym was hostile. Like, like, we had the parents, like, getting at each other. Like, bro, it's like, you know. Like, it is what it is, like you know that rowdy atmosphere. Like that's basketball. Like I feel like it's too polished now. Like, yeah, I just can't do it anymore. Like it's all done up. It's glamorous. Like nah, that's not where the best guys come from. The best guys come from the trenches. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like it is just a reality. But
0: yeah, I mean, it, it was rough though. Like like the, the basketball was good, and the, but the guys, they, yeah, they were hot. You can tell. This is not like. Yeah. This is not a shooter's league.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you, you either, and that's the thing, it's like, I forgot what Julie was saying, it's like, you either put up or shut up, something like that. Mm. When it's just like, yo, when it just comes down to, like, basketball, like, I'm trying to destroy you and you're trying to destroy me, who, who's going to, who can help their team win and who can, you know, get at the other guy in the process, and that's the dope part of it.
0: Yeah. especially with that Drew League model you'd have like DeMar DeRozan on, on the same court as like a high school LaMelo Ball and it's yeah. so cool to see stuff like that how they yeah, they stack up early like yeah dude think, let's put some weight behind that that'd, that'd be a fun thing to to fully to fully flesh out and to like have yeah. as part as the landscape but I mean you're competing yeah. with the CBL <laughs> not,
1: not really because yeah. the CBL is the CBL like I have, I have I'm not really competing with anybody to be honest I just keep Blind is on what I'm doing. But and, and this thing is like I know the CBL is there. I know all these other leagues there, but I'm just like, that's cool. Like um maybe like if if you guys see somebody, um maybe they could get an opportunity to play in the CBL because you know what I mean? It's another outlet. Mm-hmm. There's never enough outlets like there's not not every single kid is gonna play in the CBL. Not every single pro is gonna go play somebody not every single pro is gonna play you know in Crown league like there's still enough you know guys who want to play a lot of platforms so
0: yeah i I mean i could see it as being a play i think i could see it as being like kind of like the lab you know like it could be like a place where you know i don't really have the spots right now but i want to work on this part of my game i'm gonna go northway pro-am and Mm. you can see guys kind of like revitalizing their games there and that's probably when it leads to the sort of like, okay, let's recruit him over here. Now let's recruit him over there. I think it'd be a good tool for like, if you, if you can keep that blend like with younger players too, I think yeah. you make a lot of men there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's the goal because like, and that's how stars are born, right? You come mm-hmm. you play with the guys and um, like, that's the same thing with the Drew League. Like the Drew League, people see the Drew League now, but it's been around for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm not trying to be um the greatest thing in the year. I'm not even trying to be the greatest. I'm just trying to give guys a platform, you know.
0: It's another place where you can hoop, and we could use much more of that. Exactly. Well, anyways, yo, it's getting late here. Uh, we're gonna do this again sometime for sure. If you if you, if you're for it, we got some. Yeah. As the topics come in, we'll get more turned out. But I really appreciate you coming on, man. Everyone go go check out uh, Kenan on the, the Northway. IG's popping. Uh, good I, later. Later. I, I love the IG, bro. But yeah, thanks so much for coming on, man. I
1: nah, appreciate you having me, bro. Good luck. All
0: right. All right. See you guys.